Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. My name is David. And I'm Zach. And we are the internet's premier Star Trek fan podcast. It's been said. It's been said. It's been whispered in the back alleys of the internet. Um, not the bad alleys. No, the good back alleys. Yeah. Like Diagon Alley. Like the, yeah, the fun back alleys, you know, not like the ones in like, you know, Pattaya or something like that. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, what do we do here? <laughs> We we trek on. Oh, our podcast. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> thought you were talking about like discovery. Um, yeah, what do we do here, Zach? Maybe you could explain it no, better no, than no, I, I can. Ask you. <laughs> we um, we're a Star Trek uh, fan podcast. Uh, some say the premiere podcast, <laughs> and um, what we do is we trek through Trek one episode at a time, star date by star date. We have officially deviated from the star date um, paradigm that we've set up mm-hmm. to do a little sidetrack over to Discovery. Um, and today we are on season one, episode two of Discovery. The name of the episode is Battle at the Binary Stars. And uh, yeah, that is star date 1207.3, which actually is also the star date of the episode prior. I forgot to say that. So okay. Don't lambast me. So how does do you know how that fits in with uh, the original series? Because I know this is supposed to go like parallel. So it's or... after Enterprise, mm-hmm. but before the original series starts. Okay. Which is why in season two you get Pike and um, Young uh, Spock and Young Spock. Okay. And, and so, uh, so when we when we meet Pike in season two, he's got like seven or eight years mm-hmm. before. Um, uh, Kirk takes over. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So that that's the official where it's at. The official timeline. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, we'll discuss it later. Anyways, um, so that's the start date. And, yeah. um, and today. Oh, good. Oh. Oh, good. Oh, okay. So I was uh, going to read the synopsis. Oh, okay. You said go ahead. And well, then I was going to let you go. And then I'll start. And, and then, then you said it again. I'll so, okay. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. We'll just do what we usually do. And what is that, David? Piggyback off each other. <laughs> Me more than, than you. Just <laughs> Not at all. Coast. You're the driver, baby. Oh, please. Um, Wait. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I would just like to give another big fat shout out to the patrons. To all of our listeners, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for being there. Um, you can catch us on all major platforms. We're on YouTube. We're on Patreon. Just search The Star Companion. You can send us an email. Questions, comments, concerns. You fucking hate me. You hate David. You love us. 
thestarcompanion at gmail.com. Um, the hottest Gmail in the universe. It's so hot. It's fucking hot. It's hot. And um, speaking of hot, things really uh, turn up a notch here in this second episode of Discovery. Those are snaps for that segue. When we last left uh, Michael Burnham and crew, they were on board the USS Shenzhou, and uh, they they are just being confronted by the entire uh, Klingon Armada, which is 24 different um, Klingon ships, each one representing the different houses of Klingon. They've been brought together by um, Trump Kuvma, the uh, the great uniter, the second unforgettable, if you will, unforgettable too, even more unforgettable, um, quest for peace. And um, this was all part of the plan, so to speak. Um, simultaneously, also, Starfleet shows up. The giant Starfleet Armada shows oh, up. Oh, shit. So we're we're getting down to brass tacks here. Where's the USS Europa? We fucking, we're fighting. We fucking, uh, sorry. we fight. Go ahead. The USS what? Europa. That's the one with the Admiral on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That one's not here yet. They're lagging a little bit behind. It shows up eventually. Yeah. They got a, they got a, they have one ship for the Admiral and they have another one for his huge nuts. And that's, <laughs> that's why it's, it's going a little bit slower than usual. <laughs> So, as David said, <laughs> we're face-to-face with Klingon vessels. The USS Shenzhou prepares for the possibility of war if negotiations fail. Amidst the turmoil, Burnham looks back to her Vulcan upbringing for guidance. In a flashback to 2249, Commander Michael Burnham and Sarek beam aboard the USS Shenzhou for the first time. Captain Philippa Giorgio is enthusiastically welcoming Burnham, but her enthusiasm is returned with cold Vulcan rhetoric. Yeah, and it, so this basically established is Burnham's kind of character history, which is she's a human, but she was raised by her adoptive father, Sarek, yeah. in on Vulcan. Yeah. Or th- that's as, as far as we know right now. It looks like she sure. was raised on Vulcan. It looks like at a certain point in her past as well that, that the Klingons may have killed her family, and that's why Sarek has adopted her. Something happens to her parents, that's for show. I'm pissed about it, actually. Um, yeah. And so, uh, at this point, um, Burnham has been taken to the brig. She's mutinied. Yeah. She's mutant. She engaged in mutiny and is charged with it. Yeah. And, uh, then gets sent to the brig. Off to the brig. And, you know, a pretty serious battle ensues. Um, heavy losses, whatever. Both sides. Klingons, Starfleet, Mm -hmm. they start duking it out, right? And um, it's at this point that the USS Europa shows up with the second ship with the Admiral's balls in it. <laughs> and <laughs> Shenzhou, Shenzhou's been beat to shit, right? It just got fucking decimated. And they try to uh, appeal to the senses of the Klingons. They do. And, um, you know, the, they, the Federation's biggest lie, according to Trump Kuvma, is we come in we peace. We come in peace. And, you know, that really pisses them off because they want a muck talk judge to remain Klingon. <laughs> they would respect them more if they came in war. Yes. So, as it turns out, Sarek was probably right, and so was Burnham. But, mm-hmm. you know, which this is a common epithet and theme in Star Trek is mm-hmm. you must respect the command structure. Yes. And so I respect the decision to send her ass to the brig. And, you know, it's it's interesting. We actually don't see a lot of mutinies in the Star Trek canon. 
I mean, there's a you few. You see a couple when, there, you know, Picard goes nuts. Yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously a few, but I mean, like, this is, you know, this is really rare for Star Trek, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I know you haven't seen the Kelvin Timeline movies, but um, the Captain Kirk in the newer iteration, the 2009 iteration, I think commits some sort of mutiny as well, but they have to bring him back because all of a sudden there's a giant, you know, threat to the universe that only Kirk can help with, classic Kirk. Um, Somehow Shatner shoehorned himself into the story <laughs> yeah. there. You can feel it. It's reeks of Shatner. He was a script advisor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, this Kirk is... Kirk would have fucked that one. Yeah. <laughs> would he have an alien sex? Dude, Jesus Christ. Is she green? Again? Yeah. Um, hammer fist. Hammer fist. That's something I would like to say. Um, so I, I have two points here. Um, we did one of them we didn't see in this episode, and we'll mm-hmm. see later. And one we did see in this episode. Uh, one of them is is you will see Burnham and other people use the two handed closed fist hammer attack <laughs> that Shatner used all the time, and and again that sort of thing. All of these nods to the other series is, yeah. is kind of quaint and it keeps me going. Yeah. It's cute. Even in this not super Trek like story. Yeah. Number two. Um, I don't know if you noticed it in this episode, but when fucking consoles were exploding, goddamn rocks were shooting out of them. Like it was the original series. Why? Why did they? I mean, I get it in the '60s special effects, but you know, it's like okay, nice, dude. They're boulders. Rocks these shits, like that's the capacitor in the computer or something. It's like we made our bridge out of new age cement, space cement. You see this space rock. It's got a lot of power in it. It's the lithium battery of the future. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, anyways, Starfleet basically gets decimated. The Klingons are they're relatively okay. They take some losses, but the Europa shows up and he hails the Klingons and asks for peace. And, um, you know. Takuma says, "Yeah." Taku, Trump Kuvma says, "Yes." Yeah, but, dog. But, but yeah, dog. But tra- I'll come right. I'll come right under your boat, under your ship, right yeah, now. We're yeah, prepared, we're coming right over. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. We're sending yeah. an envoy, my dude. Yeah, yeah. We'll send our ship right into over. We'll I'll cross sit. the DMZ right now. <laughs> you remember when that happened? By the way, when Kim Jong Un came across the DMZ, <laughs> I remember seeing that. We were in India at the time, I think. No. No, we this weren't. This just happened. Yeah, anyways, this just happened. But um, he drove his limousine across it, and he had those, like, eight guys running, like, right next to it. You remember that? In their suits? Oh, no, okay, yeah, no, we were in India when it happened. Yeah. When Trump crossed the DMZ line. Oh, yeah, that yeah. That was more recent. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Anyways, was, like, that, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get here at the Star That's Companion. That's what you get, you yeah. Know, a, little, a little modern take. Trying to free associate. Yeah. Harder than it looks, folks. We only do one take of these episodes. Um, surprising, I know. Um, improv, uh, it's, uh. it's a difficult chore. Anyways, so um, Takuvma says, yes, I'll send my sh- my ship right into your, I mean, right over to yours. <laughs> and uh, the Admiral's like, what the hell is that? And his hologram goes wacky and haywire yeah. and, and shit. And all of a sudden, we see another cloaked Klingon ship just plowing right into the USS Europa. How dope was that? Though? That was dope. That That's was such fucking a dope. sick move. Yeah. That happens um, in Star Trek Nemesis, I believe, where they send the Enterprise into that ship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, comes yeah, out. Yeah. And that, I love, I just love seeing Don't they separate like the saucer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And I think they do that in one of the Kelvin timeline movies as well. I just, I love, I love when it gets to a point that it's like, you know what? Fuck it. Turn it into a, a battering ram in yep. space. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, basically destroys the Europa. We don't know if uh, Admiral, what's his name, makes it out. Unsure. Unsure. But hitting the fan. Um, but they do manage to detonate the ship. And uh, I assume that that damages that Klingon ship. And um, so basically the, the USS Shenzhou with our protagonist, Michael Burnham, and other protagonists, co-protagonists, Philippa Giorgio. Saru. They could have really chosen a better, easier to pronounce name for her. Don't worry. Cause, Pi- yeah, anyway. Pike, Pike's coming, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that. Well, we're gonna get Lorca here. Okay, Lorca. In this season, Good. Jason Isaacs. Okay. Um. Don't Google him. No, I won't. Because I've, I've, I, I, there's something I want to know if you see it. Okay. Cool. And when it happens, all I'll, I'll bring it. Up to I'll you. be happily surprised, yeah, just great. like our listeners. Yeah. Um. So at this point, the USS Shenzhou and and. Pretty much all of the Starfleet is just kind of hanging out next to this binary star system. Well, all the other Kling- all the other Klingon ships, you know, warp away. Yeah, except for the main one. With- satisfied, satisfied with Takuvma's mm-hmm. epic victory, and they're like, "We'll meet you back on Kronos, big dog, and we'll have a fucking flag and a mead ready for you." Yeah, blood wine, blood wine, and a freshly slaughtered f- pig. Targ, targ, yeah, pig wolf. Um, Trump Kuvma goes clink clink. See you guys later and. <laughs> So they all bounce out, and then uh, the Trump Kuvima ship then starts to uh, collect the dead. Yeah, tractor beam all the dead because mm-hmm. the as it turns out, the ship is armored with coffins of their dead. Yes, and um, during this time, Burnham and Giorgio warp on or transport onto uh, that ship, mm-hmm. and instead of killing Takuvma and letting him die for a cause. Um, they they, they were wanna, going there to take him ransom. They want to take him alive and drop a uh, a bomb onto the ship. Mm-hmm. And in the process of this, Giorgio dies, and um, Michael Burnham accidentally kills Takuvma by switching her phaser to kill. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and so you can only imagine how that must look at the end of it when she comes back if Giorgio's dead. Yeah, man. Right? So it's going to look bad. And then the end of the episode, you get a uh, a very ominous tribunal for, right. for the fucking Federation. Like nobody has lights on in, fut- yeah. in space tribunals. Sure. Sure. Fill it with dry ice and turn the fucking lights off because we're about to hand out some justice right now. <laughs> um. One of the things I found interesting about this 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 uh, episode is they send fucking Burnham and Georgiou to go fight against a bunch of burly Klingons. Yeah, dog. Right on, dude. Right on, brother. Right on, brother. I don't know. Georgiou just... This is going to maybe sound sexist, but she she's my petite little flower. And <laughs> seeing her... You she know, was in Crouching Tiger, dude. I know. But seeing her battling those Klingons, I was just like, man, she's outgunned here. And uh, she obviously was because she gets stabbed through the heart. And it looks like she's dead. I, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if she came back later. But um, I love that moment where where he, she actually she accidentally kills Takuvma because, you know, now now he's a martyr. Yeah. Now the Klingons have you know, something to rally behind. I mean, they already did. But now it's like it's like tenfold. And, and you know, they're going to bloodlust. 
Well, or that's the implication. You're just like, fuck, what's going to happen yeah. next? You know, what I will say is, is what happens when there's a power vacuum in the Klingons? Someone's going to try and consolidate the houses. Yes. And so that'll be a fun plot line. Yeah. Is who's who's now, you know, what happens to the misfits of followers of Kalish and Takuvma? Yeah. And who now that all the houses have decided to realign and take on the Federation, who's going to choose that? What happens to our boy Nock? Nock. Nock is the albino. The albino one. Yeah. That's right, yeah. David Nock. Great Klingon. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and straight up, that's pretty much the episode. Yeah. And, um, I will say that I really like, uh, what's the, what's the other commander's name? Is his name Saru? Saru. Saru, yeah. He's I a lo- Kelpian. Kelpian, yeah. Um, previously an unknown, uh, alien race, I guess. I've, I looked, yeah. I looked up on the, on the wiki to see if the Kelpians had ever been no, around. No, this is their first time. Yeah. So I'd be interested to see what how they get around that. Like, is there going to be like, maybe like an extinction in the future? Oh, hold on to your putt, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The Kelpian, the Kelpian storyline is pretty good. Okay, good. It's, 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 it's pretty interesting. He, I mean, I don't know if it was this episode. Was it this episode or was it the previous episode where he, he says, my people were prey animals and we can, I don't sen- know which episode and yet. we can sense death. Yeah. And it was just like, wow, that's, that's kind of a cool, you know, thing. Yeah, he's got ganglia that shoot out whenever he's scared. Or I saw that. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> Little wings that yeah. shoot out of his. Never, never fear. They're gonna explore that pretty fully. Okay. Doug Jones, the guy that plays him, is a fucking gem. I think he got like an Emmy or something, right? For I think so. Yeah. yeah. So. It's cool when you see someone that really like lives and breathes their role. Yeah. You're gonna see when he's walking around the ship. He's got a certain gait. Nice. And it's it's cool. It, it, they do a good job. That's awesome. And again, I, I don't want to be just an apologist for this, but I will say <laughs> that if you buckle up and go on the ride and take it at face value, because we're getting a lot out of this, Picard, other shows, potential Pike shows, Pike and Spock show. Trek shorts. You know, the short treks. Yeah. Short like tre- it's, it's, if you take it like it's one long movie just just enjoy it. Go on the ride with us, baby. We will quickly be right back into Stardate by Stardate. We are doing Stardate by Stardate. We've just jumped a little bit because, um, mm-hmm. to be honest, we're, we're trying to build our audience here. We want more people to engage. And, um, you know, maybe there's a new generation of people who are seeing Discovery who haven't seen Enterprise or the original series or Next Generation or... DS9 DS9 or Voyager and and if this is if you guys just happen to stumble upon us you know because you were you were looking for someone to talk about Discovery um, stay tuned because we'll be also be talking about the other iterations of Star Trek and they are amazing as well yeah this one for sure visually it's it's amazing stunning that 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 uh, battle scene in space great so cool the sound effects were dope it's so cool i love the dude the way the transporter visual is yes it's gorgeous yeah it is it's fucking gorgeous yeah you know yeah i mean i i i like it for that that's something that star trek has perhaps 
I think people could argue Star Trek has suffered from for for a long time is is outdated graphics. Text, yeah. 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 Um, you know, and it's it's a legitimate you right. know, gripe. Sure. But, you know, it, it has been mostly story driven up to this point and now we're we're kind of maybe seeing a shift over into it being more actiony and flashy, which mm-hmm. you know, the Kelvin series I mean, you haven't seen the, the movies yet, but they're very flashy. They're very, yeah. you know, action-based. Yeah. And people like them. I liked them. I liked actually all of them. There oh, was, yeah? there's, cool. been, there's been a couple movies out of the... Out of the thanks, man. Yeah, no, I mean, seriously, yeah, because I, I, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I don't... There's been a couple of the Kelvin movies. It, this is And this is kind of like the James Bond movies. Like, for some reason, I guess quantum of of solace you remember apparently that's like rated like the worst james bond movie it was during a writer strike i fucking love that movie yeah quantum of solace is dope that's a dope movie that's a great comparison because at at the end of the day it's like look i love james bond yeah and that's james bond baby yeah and you know that's still fun for me yeah it's not my favorite no but it's still fun yeah it's better than no james bond Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the, uh, I hope, hopefully that's the mindset that you guys are into. That's the mindset we're into as we mm-hmm. go through this. Fuck yeah, man. Trekking through Trek, one started at a time. The premiere, fan. Yes. Star Trek podcast. So we will um, very shortly here be reviewing the reanimator with uh, our boy Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> yeah, now that we, now that the move is over and we live close, yeah. I will give a full disclosure I'm going on an international trip next week, um, but I'm going to edit these episodes and hopefully you might, you guys might have only like a week or so of a break. Yeah, that's right. Um, So I'm trying, I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure that we are still going while I'm away. And during that time, I'll try to catch up on the videos. I mean, you can see who the productive one (laughs) is in this relationship. David does the, the, the videos. I do the, the audio. Um, and the other thing that we're we're thinking about doing here in the future is is having a, a trivia night yeah. here in LA. So if you're listening to us in LA, or if you're maybe planning a trip to LA here in the future, keep your keep your eyes keep your eyes peeled and your 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 head up for you know look up to the stars for the USS Star Companion. Just yeah. kind of and pu- n- and putting around. Not only that, if for those of you that are listeners in uh, Southern California um, or are planning a trip out here. Send us an email at thestarcompanion at gmail dot com. If you want to meet up, let us know, man. Yeah, we're we are more than happy to, uh, uh, you know, meet up with you guys, grab a drink, you know, and yeah. uh, we want to. It would be cool to get a little bit of a head count, if at all possible. Yeah. Um. You know, and and, and honestly, we just want to meet you guys. We love Star Trek. Clearly, you love Star Trek, and you know, thanks for listening. And I'm gonna keep it 100 here. I kind of miss Dad. I do miss dad. Goofy ass motherfucking dad. You would miss dad. I would miss dad. <laughs> and that's a joke that uh, if you come meet us, I'll be, I will happily tell you yeah. the <laughs> meaning behind that. Um, Until then, um, yeah. take care of yourselves, everybody. Take care of yourselves.